This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi again, everybody. This is Rick Riz. Time for another Riz Remembers. And it was a few days ago that I ran into the Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson, one of the greatest players in the game of baseball. Ricky starred for many years in the big leagues, mostly with the Oakland A's. But later on in his career, Ricky played for a number of ball clubs. One of those teams happened to be the Seattle Mariners back in the 2000 season. That season began with Ricky as a member of the New York Mets, but later on during the course of the year, he became a Seattle Mariner. He played for the Mariners in 92 ball games, and at the age of 41, Ricky stole 31 bases in a Mariners uniform. I think it was, it was very exciting for me. First of all, you know, uh, that at the beginning of the year, it was really kind of tough for me over there in New York. Then I got the opportunity to, to come to Seattle in a new ball club with, with a lot of life and stuff like that. And like you said, we we got a chance to, you know, get to the postseason. Like I say, it was at first it was a miserable time. Then become a fun time when you got a lot of young guys. You got a lot of uh, guys got a lot of things that, that love the game and playing. And, you know, I was just over there, you know, just share some of the knowledge and, and try to help them win ball game. And, you know, it was just a thrill, you know, being with Alice Neal and Edgar Martin and them there, and they was fantastic ball player, and they treated me just as well as anybody. And here comes the debut of Ricky Henderson to a standing ovation. So Ricky Henderson makes his Mariner debut at about uh, nine minutes after ten here on the 19th of May 2000 to a standing ovation. So now the Henderson factor comes into play immediately. And the fans are really into this thing now. Ricky is lead, and now the stretch. There he goes. The pitch is swung on and hit to center field and deep. That's going to be over the head of the center field of Williams. Ricky to third base. They're going to wave him in. Here's the throw. The relay to the plate is not going to be in time. We are tied at 6 6. Ricky Henderson hesitated, had to be sure the ball was going to be over Williams' head. It was. He came in standing up and just made it as he flew around third. And just like that, this crowd is going crazy. We are tied at 6-6. Ricky Henderson was off and running. Even at the age of 41, he could get down to second base in a hurry. More stolen bases than anybody in the history of the game with 1,406. Ricky played a large role in the success of the Mariners in the second half of that 2000 season. Ricky, as you know, 81 career leadoff home runs. He was instant offense in that leadoff spot. Here comes the Rock in the 1-1 pitch on the way to Ricky. Swung on and a high fly ball into left field. Back to the warning track is Vaughn to the wall. Fly away the 76th time. It is amazing career that Ricky Henderson has led off a game to the home run. My, oh my, again, welcome to Seattle, Ricky Henderson. What an amazing debut. Ricky, of course, yesterday 
electrified the crowd with his first plate appearance in a Mariner uniform by hitting a home run. 76th time in his career, he had done it in the leadoff position to start a game, and that pitch is belted to deep left field, and Vaughn looks up. And then at the end of the year, the Mariners would make it to the playoffs that year, and they went to the American League Division Series against the Chicago White Sox. In games one and two, the Mariners won both of those ball games in Chicago. They won game one, seven to four. They won game two by a score of five to two, and they came back home to safe goal field for game three, looking for a sweep. And what a ball game it was. The game was tied at one to one late in the ball game. And then in the bottom of the ninth inning, Ricky Henderson went out to pinch run for John Olerud. The Mariners had runners on at first and third with only one out. The winning run was on at third base in the form of Ricky. And Carlos Guillen went up to pinch hit for Joe Oliver. And here's what happened. The infield obviously up all the way around. And the outfield at the Little League depth. Here comes the stretch, and Folk is 0-1 pitch on the way to Carlos. There's a bunt up the first baseline. The Mariners are on their way to the American League Championship. A beautiful bunt by Carlos Guillen. The Mariners sweep the Chicago White Sox. We got a chance to, you know, get to the postseason. That that time like that when you, you lay down a bunch, you know, you're so excited but there's the, that, that things was happening, and then you got the opportunity to win the game. Ricky Henderson, one of the greatest players in the game of baseball, a chance to be a Mariner for 92 glorious days back in the 2000 season. I don't know if you're going to ever see an, uh, another Ricky Henderson that's still, <laughs> still basically like that. Timlin ready. And the 3-2 pitch to Ricky Henderson on the way. It's high. There's number 2,000 for Ricky Henderson as he makes his way on down to first base for the 2,000th time in his amazing career. So Ricky Henderson is only 57 walks away from being the walkingest man to ever play Major League Baseball the man who holds the record was born about two blocks away down the street from this stadium. His daddy used to have a bar right here where Camden Yards is right now, and you know who that is. George Herman the Babe Ruth has that record. And Ricky Henderson is 57 passes away from walking right on by the Babe. Chance to sit down and talk some Mariners baseball with Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson, a star in Oakland for many, many years in about seven or eight different other ball clubs. <laughs> but Ricky, thanks a lot for uh, spending some time with us. I want to talk to you about those 92 glorious games you spent as a Seattle Mariner in 2000. You played 3,081 games in the big leagues, but 92 with the Mariners. What do you remember about being a Seattle Mariner back in 2000? Oh, it really was the, the ball club you have and played for Lou Piniella. Uh, in Seattle, and uh, it, it, it wasn't at a time that in my career, you know, I was uh, with the Mets, and, and the things wasn't going 
as well as I wanted to go, or maybe with the Mets, and they end up uh, leaving the Mets and got the opportunity to come to Seattle with Lou. So it was it was fantastic. It was a great experience. We we went to the postseason and stuff like that. But it was it was a great event to me, and I think you know me getting to know. Seattle fans. I think you know when you play for a ball club, you, you learn about the the fans all over. You know, you know you go into a different ballpark and you're playing with different clubs, and some of the the, the fans don't want you to beat up on their team, so you know they give you a little boo. But once you go there and play for the club, the love that they gave me was outstanding. What was it like playing for Lou? Oh, it was it, it was great experience. Lou was you know had a lot of fire under him. He knew the game way, played the game well, and uh, you know it, it it was great. You know because we we butted head together. We we had good. He taught me a lot about the game, the knowledge that he had about the game of being a, a player and also a manager. So it was a great experience with him. What did you butt heads about? We butt head about <laughs> certain things. Maybe sometime I think we butt head based on me running one one time. I think I, my leg was real sore, and I think I ended up hurting my. That's when we probably with the Yankees because you know I was playing well. Then they ended up getting hurt and uh, came back. And uh, we butter head there. In, in Seattle, we just, you know, we talk the game. You know, when he get fired up or something like that, uh, we always seem to sometimes have a little disagreement, but we always got back on the right page. Visiting with Ricky Henderson. Ricky, uh, let's go back to that 2000 season. The Mariners make the playoffs. You go to the American League Division Series, playing at home against the Chicago White Sox. Game three, the deciding game, you're on at third base. And Carlos Guillen is up there at home plate. Lou yells out to Carlos, lay down a bunt and bunt it to Frank Thomas at first because he's not going to throw Ricky out at home plate. What do you re- – and you scored the deciding run. Mariners win the game. They win the division series against Chicago. What do you remember about that particular play? I think basically, you know, when I'm on base and I'm on third base and, and we're trying to create a run – uh, my biggest thing is, is based on it, getting a good jump before I can score that run and win. And like you say, he was yelling about what we should do. And, and uh, you know, it was a time that we needed that run. And he knew that, you know, if he laid the butt down, it was kind of like impossible for them to get me at home plate. You know what I remember about that play? Your lime green gloves shaking as you've got your lead over there at third base still have those babies i still have them baby you know everybody asks about them gloves everybody asks about the gloves they don't i don't even think they even think about making them anymore but you know i have a few pair of them because you know it was excited based upon i got the glove you know people thought it was maybe all for style but i got the glove uh to protect my hand because it had a little bit of pad on it because, you know, a lot of the infield or something was maybe dropping their knee on my hand, so I got them from my hand, and it was came a big hit because of this, uh, the shiny star of it. <laughs> <laughs> you were a big hit when you joined the ball club, and I think you were 41, 42 years old mm-hmm. when you came over to the Mariners, and you hit about 240, but your on-base percentage was like 370 or 380 because you walked a lot. And you, mm-hmm. you stole 31 bases mm-hmm. at the age of 42. How were you able to be that consistent, you know, into your early 40s and keep doing what you did better than anybody in the history of the game of baseball? I think based on it, it's your work habit. First of all, it's your work habit. It's, it's, it's being able to stay healthy, being able to stay sharp on what you can, what you want to do out there. And I think, you know, I uh, train my body for us to be in the tip-top shape. 
You know, I did a lot of stretching and do a lot of push-up for the pounding that I was taking on the ground. So I, I think based upon the way I went about the game and protecting my body, and, and, and to me, I, I enjoyed, you know, hitting the dirt because yeah. when I was a little kid and, and I, I played little league ball and I come back home and uh, my uniform is not dirty. My mom thought I didn't. I was out just playing around at the ballpark. Really? I wasn't playing the game. She said, "You know your uniform not dirty, so you say you went and played a baseball game. Your uniform today." <laughs> so I decided to stay in the dirt every time. If I come home, she won't be saying I didn't go to the ballpark and play baseball. Thank you so much for being our guest. Thank you for having me.